Welcome to Trifecta Now, Living a Course in Miracles. This is the 13th topic in the lesson series. It's called The Awakening. It is interesting that this topic falls on Easter Sunday. I didn't plan this, nor did I look ahead to see that this topic would fall on this exact day. Easter traditionally celebrates the resurrection of Christ. This book has repeatedly spoken of our eternal life and the lessons have echoed the importance of the resurrection for all of us. Christ was born and then the next time we hear about him is when he's in his 30s. The Bible has no gospels on Christ's journey through his life and what he discovered along the way. He is and was our brother. He lived a mortal life like us and he searched for the meaning of his life. He has stated that through the help of the Holy Spirit, he found his purpose and lived the rest of his life fulfilling it. Yes, he was condemned to death for his life's purpose. But I believe the bigger lesson was that he wanted us to learn that we do not perish. We do not die, but rather we live eternally with him and our Father. So awakening by definition, is the act of awakening from sleep, a revival of interest or attention, a recognition, realization, or coming into awareness of something. Some believe that there will be another coming of Christ. Other religions believe he has yet to come. I personally believe there is no need for Christ to return. We have him in all of us. We are our father's children, just like he is. We do not need our brother to return to understand who and what we are. We need to awaken. The Bible suggests that Adam fell into a deep sleep and nowhere does it say that he woke up. We need to wake up. We need to see ourselves as we truly are, not as we think we are or who we want to be. In the workbook for students, so I'm not going to quote anything from the original text. I'm going to go to the workbook for students. On page 449, there's a section called, What is the Second Coming? Paragraph 1 says, Christ's second coming, which is sure as God, is merely the correction of mistakes and the return of sanity. It is a part of the condition that restores the never lost and reestablishes what is forever and forever true. It is the invitation to God's word to take illusions place, the willingness to let forgiveness rest upon all things without exception and without reserve. Paragraph, sorry, that's paragraph one. Yeah, paragraph four. The second coming is the one event in time which time itself cannot affect. For everyone who ever came to die or will or yet will come or who is present now is equally, equally released from what he made. In this equality is Christ restored as one identity in which the sons of God acknowledge that they are all one. And God the Father smiles upon his son, his one creation, and his only joy. Paragraph 5 says, pray that the second coming will be here soon, but do not rest with that. It needs your eyes and ears and hands and feet. It needs your voice. And most of all, it needs your willingness. Let us rejoice that we can do God's will and join together in his holy light. 
Behold, the Son of God is one in us, and we can reach our Father's love through him. On the next page, oh, no, I didn't do any more on that page. So the next section I went to is the in the Manual for Teachers. There's a part on page 68 called, What is the Resurrection? Paragraph one says, very simply, the resurrection is the overcoming or surmount, surmounting of death. It is a reawakening or a rebirth, a change of mind about the meaning of the world. It is the acceptance of the Holy Spirit's interpretation of the world's purpose. The acceptance of the atonement for oneself is the end of dreams of misery and the glad awareness of the Holy Spirit's final dream. It is the recognition of the gifts of God. It is the dream in which the body functions perfectly, having no function except communication. Paragraph two. The resurrection is the denial of death, being the assertion of life. Thus is all the thinking of the world reversed entirely. Life is now recognized as salvation and pain and misery of any kind perceived as hell. Love is no longer feared, but gladly welcomed. Paragraph three says, here the curriculum ends. From here on, no directions are needed. Vision is wholly corrected and all mistakes undone. Attack is meaningless and peace has come. The goal of the curriculum has been achieved. Thoughts turn to heaven and away from hell. All longings are satisfied for what remains unanswered or incomplete. The last illusion spreads across the world, forgiving all things and replacing all attack. The whole reversal is accomplished. Paragraph four. All living hearts are tranquil with a stir of deep anticipation for the time of everlasting things is now at hand. There is no death. The son of God is free and in his freedom is the end of fear. Paragraph five on page 69. Now there are no distinctions. Differences have disappeared and love looks on itself. What further sight is needed? What remains that vision could accomplish? Paragraph six. These things await us all, but we are not prepared as yet to welcome them with joy. As long as any mind remains possessed, sorry, <laughs> remains possessed of evil dreams, the thought of hell is real. God's teachers have the goal of awakening the minds of those asleep and see there the vision of Christ's face to take the place of what they dream. The message is clear. We are eternal beings who have gotten lost in our own creations of who we think we are. We have forgotten who we truly are. We need to open our minds and hearts to what we truly are. In this awakening, we will see our purpose and understand our brothers and sisters. We will continue, sorry, if we continue asleep, we will get lost in a world of suffering, condemnation, and misery. This Easter can be the beginning of our awakening as we celebrate life eternal with our brother, Jesus Christ. So tomorrow, start your day with a declaration of what you want it to look like. Put out good thoughts and good intentions. Send light to everyone who is sick, that they may be healed. Continue finding the holy instant, 
Each day you find it, you will live in it longer. This will help to focus your mind on what you are seeing right now, in the now. Help control your thoughts and keep them focused on what is happening right now. This is the perfect time to embrace the holy instant. It'll give you the peace you seek right now. As you continue to evaluate your attachments and special relationships, ask yourself, what is it for? What is its purpose in your life's journey? Remember, like Christ, every human being on this, sorry, in this world, on this planet, is on their own journey. It's our faith in believing this and accepting it as our truth that shifts our perception and releases us from attachment. Forgiveness. Forgiveness starts by letting go of the past. Whatever the theme is, ask yourself one question in relation to it. What is it for? If you can't find the answer, then it must not be as important as you imagine it to be. Let it go. Focus on what's good and find the positive in your day. Fear does not exist. It is only real to you. You created it and you can undo it. Love is the opposite of fear. The Course suggests that the only correction for fear is love. Let it go. Judgment is a choice. You can choose simply not to do it. There is no good or bad judgment. Both have equal inequities and drawbacks. The answer is not to judge, but rather accept things as they are. Let it go. Death is also a choice. Believe in its finality and you believe that you are disposable. Believe it's an ending and you believe you have no purpose. Believe in its illusion and you will always be afraid and feel misery. Choose life eternal and choose to embrace a path of love and joy. Choose life eternal and choose to never accept that anything is final. Peace. Well, that starts with you. Find the peace that lies within and you will extend it to everyone you meet. When you have peace, you seek no attack and anyone who attempts to attack you will find no enemy. Peace is weighted in forgiveness as most things are. Let it go and you'll find peace there. Accepting what you perceive as not real and only what this world offers is the first step to true perception. With true perception is the burdens of life lifted. With true perception are you closest to the knowledge of what and who you really are. We need more than ever to awaken from this deep sleep and to see this world as it truly is. We need to embrace our brothers and sisters as our equals and with love and with the love God has given us. We need to send out intentions, prayers, whatever it is that you see it as <laughs> to everyone so they, they may see how important this time truly is. This is the second last topic in this series. I've been throwing around ideas for a course. The biggest feedback I receive is about how the writing is still very confusing to understand. I can read it to you, or you can read it over and over to yourselves, and still the meaning is not quite there. So, my idea now <laughs> is to launch an eight-part series on explaining the book in my own words. If I quote something, which I will do to reiterate my point, it'll be so you can better understand what it is the book is saying. This will lay the groundwork for the eight-week course I want to deliver in the future. I'll be taking the 31 chapters and breaking them down into eight parts. 
and that'll be starting right after this series is complete. I hope this will further develop your understanding of the book, and it'll be the eighth time I've read this book. <laughs> so my understanding of it is getting better and better each time I read it. Next week, in the last topic of the series, it's called, Who Am I? Remember, I started the series with, What Am I? I thought it was important to explain the difference as, as the book has explained it to me. Please continue to share any and all feedback. My email is trifectanow3 at gmail.com. And I'm open to any suggestions. So until next week, this is our journey. Let's keep finding our way. I cannot stress enough how timely this all is. It is not a coincidence that this is happening now. Have a safe and healthy week. Sending everyone lots of light. Always love, Denise.